Well, hello there. It is so good to be back with you again. I am so excited about today. I tell you, we serve a God who is amazing. He is a miracle worker. He changes not. He performed miracles in times past. He will perform miracles today and he will perform miracles tomorrow. But we have to remember he is a now God because faith is now. And I'm so excited about what God is doing in our life, in your life. And so today we're gonna to be talking about the tools that equip you to fight the battle that you're in, amen? To be able to claim that which already belongs to you, but we have to take it back. The word of God says the kingdom of heaven suffered violent and the violent take it by force. Amen. And so I will be right back with you. Get your paper and your pencil, get your Bible out, because I'm going to do a little bit of teaching today. I'm going to give you some scriptures on the tools. And we've been talking about the weapons of your warfare. So it hasn't changed, but this is just another tool in your arsenal in your treasure chest that you have to be able to come up against the enemy and to stand flat-footed in the things of God. Amen? I will be right back with you. Well, I'm back and I'm excited to be back with you. Amen. God is so good. I tell you, I have a couple of announcements I want to give to you before I get started. I want to give them to you now so I don't forget because I am excited about the word today. I want you to mark in your calendar April the 10th. April the 10th is going to be a terrific time on um, in prayer. And we have a special guest that's going to be with us. We have several special guests. It will be the first 100 day of the 365 days that we have been interceding and praying. And we're going to invite you to come on and to, to um, share your prayer requests. And I have a team that's going to be interceding and praying for you. I tell you, we are seeing results from the prayer. You know, the prayers of, a right, of the righteous availeth much. And so when we come together in unity, um, the word of God says that uh, the prayer of agreement. And so we are agreeing on the word of God that whatever you ask for, that God will do it for you as long as it lines up with the word. We've been seeing people healed and set free um, in the spirit realm. And so I'm going to pray with you at the end because God gave me some things uh, about leprosy. We don't hear about leprosy too much um, in society, but leprosy still exists. And so um, we're, I'm going to be praying for those that have been afflicted or on the bed of affliction because 
healing is needed at this time. Amen. And so I'm excited. You have your Bible and your paper and your pencil. I want you to open up to the book of Matthew chapter 16 and verse 19. Um, this is a powerful scripture. I get so excited. Um, I always say this is one of my favorite scriptures, you know, but every scripture is, is God's word uh, for me. And so um, I praise God for it. And so if you're on the line, let somebody know that I'm on here sharing some tools with you that will help you to claim what rightfully belongs to you. The word of God says the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take it by force. Now, I wasn't planning on starting here, but I guess I will. You know, um, when we, you know, so a lot of us, I know I was, you know, when I first got saved or before I got saved, I was a hellraiser out in the street. And then when I got saved, I became very timid. I would let people run over me. I would let people say anything that they wanted to say. But it says the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take it by force. That means that you have to exercise, learn how to exercise your authority. And I don't care if you've been saved for for um, 10 years, 20 years, sometimes we get weak and well-doing. The word of God says if we don't get weak and well-doing or we don't get weary and well-doing, we will receive the, receive the reward. So he knew that we were going to get weary. He knew that we would get tired. He knew that we would be overcome by the things that we saw in the atmosphere and those things that we saw around us. That's why that scripture is in the word of God, because he already knew ahead of time. And so I just really want to encourage you um, to um, learn how to exercise and use the word of God. Amen. So you should be there by now. Um, in Matthew 16 and 19, it says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And this is from the New King James Version. I'll start that off again. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in the heavens. I tell you, that is powerful. That is a blockbuster. That is a kicker, okay? I'm not going to say where, but you know that's a kicker, okay? And I tell you, if we learn how to stand on that word, okay, and learn how to be bold and not to be a wimp in the spirit, because we do get wimpy in the spirit when we get saved. But the same way that we were... Um, not hell raisers, but the same way, yeah, we were hell raisers, you know, in, in the world, but now we need to be um, hell kickers, okay, in the spirit realm. We need to learn how to stand on the promises of God and turn the word of God every way but loose. I did a series a while back ago about bulldog faith, and this is when you need to have bulldog faith. It says, whatever you bind on earth. In other words, I'm, I'm going to read it from a different version. And what it says, basically, whatever you whatever is permitted in the heavens, you need to permit in the earth. Amen? 
So you need to know what is permitted in the heaven for you to be able to decree it and declare it on earth. And whatever is bound in the heaven, you need to bind it up in the earth realm. You said, well, what is bound in the heaven? Sickness. There's no sickness in heaven. There's no child pornography in the heavens. And so because there is none of that in the heavens, you have the authority that God has given to you, each and every one of, of his children, each and every one of the believers of Jesus Christ. We have the authority to be able to bind it up, to curse it from the root. And so we need to exercise that. Look, if you're on here, listen, make sure you make comments. Make sure you let somebody know that uh, I'm on here giving some tools, some, some tools to help prepare you to fight the battle. You said, the, but the battle's already been won. It has already been won, but you got to let the enemy know that you mean business. That's why it says the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent taken by force. My God, I got to read that again. It says, and I will give you the, not a key. Now that's so very important. Not just a key. He said, I'll give you keys. I'll give you keys. So there's more than one key that God will give to you to help you um, as a kingdom um, believer, as a kingdom child, as a kingdom recipient, uh, and, and, and as a king, as the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth, my God, will be bound in the heavens. Whatever you, well, let me read this again. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in the heavens, and whatever you loose on earth will be loose in the heavens. So you know that there's no sickness in heaven. So if you see an sickness on earth, you need to bind that up. You need to come against it. You need to um, tie it up, lock it up, and tangle it up with the word of God. You need to arrest it. You need to put handcuffs on it and let the enemy look. Enough is enough. You do, will not have dominion over me. You will not have dominion over my loved ones. I take authority over you, the authority that was invested in me through Christ Jesus. And so you have to utilize and exercise that authority that's given to you in the word of God. Now we know that God doesn't lie. And so if he doesn't lie, you know that this is definitely the truth. And we need to learn how to exercise and operate in the truth. So he said he, get, he gave you keys of the kingdom of heaven. It's not one key. Don't just stop there and say, oh, I got the key. I know how to bind and loose. No, there's multiple things. That's why we have been talking about the weapons of our warfare. There's more than one weapon. There are multiple weapons. There are multiple keys in the, in the word of God. There's the altar of prayer. There's praise. There's worship. There's the blood of Jesus. So there is multiple things that God has given to us as believers to exercise them. But you must, and notice I said you must get in the word and find out what those things are. Well, I'm so excited about this. So keys, you know, I'm reminded, I am so reminded. I, I had the, I was wondering if I wanted to say I had the pleasure, but I had the pleasure of going to Alcatraz. And the Alcatraz was one of 
the most notorious prisons that was out on the island where they put prisoners who had committed these heinous crimes. And you didn't want to be there because you didn't know if he was going to last. There were some people who escaped, but nine times out of 10, no one escaped from Alcatraz. But when I had the pleasure of going to Alcatraz and walking through the prisons, my God, and, and being able to hear some of the stories of the prisoners, when I left there, I got a key. I got a key that was a replica key that would unlock the prison gates. And I said, my God, now, Father, you said you gave us keys, but here in this prison where some of these prisoners have been locked up, they have given replicas of keys that will unlock. So whatever we unlock on earth shall be unlocked in the heavens. So we have to unlock God's grace. We have to unlock his healing. We have to unlock the love of God in us so that it can permeate and it can have an impact on the lives of others. Hmm. You hear what I'm saying? A key is powerful. A key. God gave you a key. Are you utilizing the key that God has given to you? We has, he's given all of us keys, but you must, you must, I say you must utilize the keys that God has given to you. I want you to go to Hebrew 13 and 6. This is another powerful scripture. And it says, so that we may come boldly. I said, we need to be able to come boldly to the throne of grace. The only way that you can go boldly to the throne of grace and not go wimpy and whining, oh God, please do this and God, please do that. When you know who you are in Christ, as I said earlier, you can stand flat-footed and you can go boldly, not disrespectfully, but you can go boldly to the throne of God and decree and declare the word of God. Why? Because you know it. You know that he's not a God that lies. He's a God that speaks truth. And you know that he will never leave you nor forsake you. If he said he will do it, my God, he's going to do it. You hear what I'm saying? He is amazing. I had to read that one more time. This is a, And you need to remember this. When you're going through, when you are in a battle in your mind, because that's where the battle takes place. We don't fight against flesh and blood. We fight against spirits and principalities and wickedness and high places. That's why we must learn how to cast down. Cast it down. Cast means throw it off. Throw it off like you do when you're out fishing. You cast your, your rod when you're out fishing. Cast down every vain thought that exalts itself against God's word. But you got to know what God's word is so that you can cast it off. My God. Woo, I'm getting excited about this myself. Where did I tell you to go again? Hebrew 13 and 6. Um, it says, come boldly. You got to go boldly. Don't go as a wimp. Don't go whining. Don't say, please, God, do this for me. Please, God, do that for me. Uh, please, God, heal my, heal my body. God, please heal my children. No, his word says that he wills. Healing is the children's bread. Are you a child of God? Then he wants you to, to speak his word. He said, bring him in remembrance of his word. Now, God's not stupid. I said that last week. He's not dumb. He's not hard to hear. But he wants to be assured that you know what his word says.
All right. And so we have to go boldly. We have to go boldly to the throne of grace, decreeing and declaring the word of God. If God says you are blessed, then you decree it and declare it. No matter what you see, no matter what you've been going through, God says, that, um, speak those things that are not as though they were. And so you may not be in that perfect place right now, but guess what? You will be. And, but you have to decree and declare, I'm blessed. I am the righteousness of Christ Jesus. Woo, glory. Yes, you are. Prophet Samuel, I thank you so much for being on with me. If you please, God won't have you to say please. No, he won't have you to say please. You don't have to beg. You don't have, if, if he says, you know, the, um, the righteous have never been hungry or begging for bread. The word of God, you don't have to beg for it. You must stand and know that you are heir to the kingdom of God, that you are royal people, that you are a chosen generation, and you need to be able to stand with boldness and with confidence and decree and declare the word of God. Don't wait on somebody else to do it. Learn how to do it for yourself and say, hey, I'm blessed. I'm blessed going in and blessed coming out. That I have the favor of God on my life. That, oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, yes, we don't have to say please, you know, out of respect. We say thank you. We say thank you. We must Thank God for what he has done, what he's doing, and what we know he will continue to do it in our life. But we must remember that everything is right now. My God, God is so amazing. I want you to go over with me to Ephesians 3 and 12. Ephesians 3 and 12. God is so good. I tell you, don't go as a wimp. Don't go as a wimp. There are times I didn't ask people for something. And I, I, you know, I just took it. <laughs> My God, Ephesians 3 and what? 12. God is so good. I, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. It says, in him we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. Woo! You hear what I'm saying? This is the word. This is not me. This is what the word is saying. This is what the word of God is saying. And so you have to learn how to have boldness and confidence, not um, arrogant, but be confident in what God's word says to you. If God said it, that settles it. If God said that you were healed, decree it and declare it. Now, don't lie. Don't lie. Okay. Just tell the truth. Just tell the truth. If God said you were healed, so I thank you, Father, that when I prayed, I believe I received my healing on March the 4th. I believe I received, and therefore I am healed. So decree and declare the word of God, whatever he says to you. I cannot stress it enough. We must learn how to go to the throne of grace with boldness and stand flat-footed my God, and not go as a wimp. You know, as I said, when we're in the world, we say all kind of things. We do all, all kind of things. You know, we, we were daredevils, you know, and then we, we turn our back and, and we say all kind of things, but not standing assuredly in the promises and the kingdom of God. I tell you, God is so, he's so good. I tell you, boldness and confidence, 
boldness and confidence. Are you bold? Are you confident in the things of God? Are you ready to stand up on the promises of God? My God. Hallelujah. Um, I, I have to read that scripture again, Matthew 16 and 19. I will give you the keys. I will give you the keys to the kingdom realm to forbid on earth what is forbidden in heaven. We know sickness is forbidden in heaven. Hunger is forbidden in heaven. I, I expect to sit at the feast of the Lord. You know, we sit at the king's feast. You better learn how to sit at the feast of the Lord. Some people say, well, you're not going to have, you need food because you're not going to be in the body, but you're going to be getting spiritual food for the rest of your life. My God. And so learn how to forbid. Say, I forbid this to happen in my life. I forbid my child to run away. I forbid sickness to occur in my life. I forbid poverty. Because there's nothing lacking in God. And God created us in his image and his likeness. And whatever he has, we have. Woo! Whatever he does, we are able to do it. Isn't God awesome? He is amazing. He is amazing. Hebrews 6, 4, and 16. Um, I'll read that again. No, I didn't read that once before, but I'll read it again. It let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may be able to attain mercy and to find grace in the help in the time of need. When you go to the throne of grace boldly, you'll be able to find help in the time of need. We can't go weak need and shaking and trembling. We got to go in assurance and knowing that God has already done it and he has the ability to do more. Are you trusting God? You know, we hear the word of faith in the Old Testament, they use the word trust. And sometimes people don't understand faith and trust is the same thing. You gotta have, you can't, uh, they're synonymous, they're the exact same thing. And so you cannot, you know, not trust God. Um, Hebrews 13 and 6, I read that once again. So we may go boldly saying that the Lord is my helper. How many of you know that he is your helper? Whatever it is that you need, let your request be made known unto God and he will provide that need for you. But here's a key. Don't just go to the Lord because you have a need. Go to him, let him know what his worth is to you. Let go and let him know that you love him. You know, when we start out in prayer, you know, we just start thanking God and giving God praise and, and giving him glory and, and thanking him because of who he is and, and letting him know his worth to us, his value to us, how precious he is to us. And when you begin to do that, it's just like your child. When your child wants something, they come up to you and say, oh, mommy, you're so pretty today. Or daddy, I, I, I like your pants. Daddy, I like your shirt. Daddy, you're so nice to me. And then what does the parent say? What do you want? I believe that's kind of what God does to us when we go to him and we start worshiping him and telling him how much he lo we love him and how precious he is for us, to us, that he says, what do you want? He already knows what you want, but he just wants to hear it out of your mouth. You need to release your voice print out in the atmosphere. 
Amen. And just like his, his word, our word will not return to us void. And that's the purpose of being able to make our requests made known unto the Lord. Lacking nothing. Absolutely nothing, Prophet Samuel. You got that. You hit it right on the head. We don't we don't lack. You know, God gave us seed for us to sow. Now, if you don't have seed to sow, that means you're not sowing. You know, so if you want to be able to be a blessing to others, then you need to learn how to sow into the lives of others. Amen? Sow into the lives of others. Now, I said earlier, um, when I first got started um, in prayer this morning, let me tell you, our 365-day prayer has been phenomenal and has been amazing. The people that have been coming on the prayer line and praying, you know, we're seeing the miraculous. People are calling and asking for prayer. Now, I, I, I'm not, I know that there are other people that are praying, but when you're obedient to the spirit of God, I tell you, he does great and mighty things. And so I, I'm excited about it. And I said on April the 10th, we are having our our first 100th day celebration. We have Prof. Apostle Cynthia Thompson, who's going to be with us. We have multiple people that are going to be with us um, in our celebration of our 100th day of intercessory prayer. We're, we're not even halfway through, but we're excited. We're excited about what God is doing, whether we will continue I, I don't know. It's about obedience, obeying God. Now, yeah, we should pray every day. We should pray every day. But this is a special prayer of obedience. It's a sacrifice to be able to get up early in the morning, you know, and read and study and pray and, and not fall asleep and, and wake up on time because we don't want to be late for the appointment that we have God for, with God. We want to be on time um, to be in his presence. And so I want, mark your calendar. Be with us April the 10th. We have several people who are going to be with us. We're going to be interceding and praying. I want you to submit your prayer requests. Woo, glory to God. We're going to be talking about prophetic prayer and the need for the prophetic prayer in this day and age. We need to learn how to decree and declare God's word according to the spirit of the living God. It's not our will that needs to be done. It's God's will that needs to be done in this day and age. And when you have that anointing up on your life to be able to to decree and declare, we begin to see the manifestation of God's promises taking place in our lives. My God, I'm so excited about it. April the 10th, we have multiple people, people from different um, cities um, that are going to be with us um, in, in different states that are going to be interceding and praying. Just that one day is the first 100th day of our intercessory prayer. And look, you're welcome to join us. Everybody prays and gets a chance to release what God has laid up on our hearts to intercede and pray. And this morning we were praying for leprosy. My God, leprosy. God showed me in the spirit someone who had leprosy on their face. 
And so right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, you know that what that situation is. And Father, I come up against the leprosy that's on that individual, Lord God. You can heal them. You can set them free. Matter of fact, you have already done it. And Father, they are walking around hiding their shame. They're hiding their sin. And Father, I just praise you and I thank you, Lord God, that they will come forth to you and ask for forgiveness, whatever it is. And I thank you, God. You are the same um, today that you were yesterday. You healed people of leprosy um, back then. You'll heal people of leprosy today. And Father, I give you praise and I give you glory. We talk about the pandemic, Father, coronavirus. There's so many other um, ailments that people are dealing with on the um, bed of affliction. Let us not forget to intercede and pray for all situations, not just that one thing, my God. But go boldly, decree and declare, and step out flat-footed and say, no, you will not have dominion. I command you in the name of Jesus. I exercise the apostolic call that I have on my life, and I exercise the prophetic voice that's in my mouth to decree and declare the word of God, and I command healing to come forth. Father, I just thank you, Lord God, that you are healing blind eyes right now. Father, I just thank you for that runaway child coming home right now. Father, the same way they ran away, I thank you they're running back home. And I thank you, Lord God, that whatever they went through when they were on the street, that you will blind them from it. You'll wake, wipe it away from their hearts and their minds. Father, I praise you and I give you glory and I give you honor. I thank you, Lord God. You are an amazing God. We put our faith in you. We put our trust in you. We thank you, Lord God. You are the only true and living God. We thank you for the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us into all truths. My God, he is amazing. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. Please share this um, video with someone. Um, I, I know that this has been a blessing to you. It will be a blessing to others. Maybe you've heard this type of teaching before, but maybe there's someone who hasn't and who needs to hear what it is today. Amen. God is so good. I thank you for joining me. I could speak God's blessings up on your life. May your day be crowned with goodness and love. Walk safely in the presence of God. Know that he loves you and I love you as well. God bless. Be safe in Jesus' name. God bless. Mm -hmm.